Author and motivational speaker Tony Robbins once said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Hmm. What do you think about that? Interesting. So to me, I guess that just means that the first step in achieving something is setting it as a goal, you know, like kind of like thinking about what you want and breathing it into existence by, you know, setting it as a goal. Mm, I like breathing it into existence. Yeah. That sounds all philosophical. Yeah. It kind of makes me, (laughs) it reminds me of like manifest destiny, you know? Yes. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. It just brings to mind, like, nothing was achieved without starting it. Absolutely. Like, you have to start somewhere. And for most people, really, anything, it starts as just a small thought, and then it becomes more. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. All right. This is Wallet Watch, brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. I'm your host, Devante. And I'm Catherine. To get started, let's play a little game. I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to guess. So what do you think, if a study was done, what do you think is like the fateful day when most people, and not everyone, but most people in the U.S. fall off or get away from their New Year's resolutions? Five days. Hmm. Good guess. Um, So it's actually, according to a study by... Strava, which is a social networking site for athletes, um, they found that it's right around January 12th Okay. for most people. So, of course, it could be more. It could be less. Almost two weeks. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought that was really interesting. How are you doing with your New Year's resolutions? Oh, Catherine, you always want to put me on blast. <laughs> Depends on the, so- the New Year's resolution. Okay. Um, I'm doing okay with some, terrible with others. Okay. One that I can think of that I'm doing well with is like expanding my knowledge. So like in 2020, I want to read more and learn more, um, which soon will evolve into me going back to school, but just keeping this old noggin sharp. Okay. So how are you doing that? Okay. So like listening to audiobooks, even just opening up a book and reading about something that I've never known mm-hmm. um, or just reading interesting facts and things like that. Though I've always liked that, I just want it to be more consistent. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I've been wanting to read more. So mine aren't, doesn't have to be like, well, I want to continue to learn. It's really just read more in general. So I'm reading like a fiction book right now. So far it's been okay. I started a little bit late, but since I started about a week ago, I've been consistently reading one chapter every night, so that's good. And then, I don't know, I've been kind of failing at others. There are sometimes <laughs> trying to work out more, <laughs> haven't made it to the gym as much as I would have liked, <laughs> but that's okay. Maybe I'll try again tomorrow. You can do it. Yes. <gasps> yeah, that's one I'm really bad with too. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to like eat better. I guess I've been doing okay with that one. Depends on the day though. Like if I eat at home, then I know I'll eat healthy. Yeah. But if I get something out, I'm not paying for healthy food. Yeah. I'm just going to go, well, okay. I say I'm not paying to be served healthy food. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to go out to eat, I, I want, give me the calories. <laughs> <laughs> the carbs. So you've been eating out a lot. Or you've been trying to just avoid eating out Yeah, trying to avoid okay. eating out because it'll impact both my waistline and my pocket. Yeah, so true. So outside of the ones that we kind of talked about, can you think of any like common resolutions? So I think for most people, saving money, I'm sure is always on there. 
maybe learning a new activity um, or avoiding, you know, bad habits that you've been doing in the past year. So in 2019, if you've been doing like a bad habit, maybe quitting that. What about you? Can you think of anything else? Well, I guess it's just something that goes with goals, period. But just being more intentional. Mm -hmm. So whether that's spending more time with family, eating habits, you know, whatever, all the ones that you mentioned, but just being more intentional with what it is that you do with your time yeah, or with your efforts. So let's talk about some ways that you can, once you figure out what it is you want your goal to be, what it is you're going to work towards, how you can make it a reality. Okay. Have you heard of the SMART goal setting method? It's been a while since I heard about it. Okay. Um, I know we use it like in some of our presentations and things like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, refresh me. Yeah. So SMART is an acronym, which, you know, means that each letter stands for something. So it means you want your goals to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So trying to like release it down once you have what it is you want your goal to be in mind, figure out how to make it meet each of those five things. So let's talk about budgeting. Okay. Should we I run through how to do a budgeting goal? Let's say we want to save more money. Okay. So that's the goal overall. Okay, so let's say I go and say for the S specific, I want to save money for a down payment on a car. Okay. And then the M might be like how much you want to save. So maybe let's say you want to save $2,500 for the down payment on a car. Okay. Does that work? Yes. Okay. All right. And then let's make sure that it's achievable. Okay. Well... I bring home... For example. For example. Yeah. Yeah, for example. We're not putting our salaries on blast. <laughs> <laughs> I bring home $2,000 a month. Okay. So, you know, $2,500 by the end of the year. That sounds achievable. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to make it realistic? So realistic would be like with all of your expenses that you have from week to week or from paycheck to paycheck, can you take out $250 from that? If you are living paycheck to paycheck and your exact income is used up by your exact expenses already, there is no extra money there to put towards that savings goal. So make sure it's realistic in that aspect. Okay. And then the last portion is timely. Mm-hmm. So let's put our goal all together. I would like to save up $2,500 for a down payment on a car in 10 months. And in order to do that, I'm going to have to save $250 a month. If I get paid bi-weekly, then it's $125 per paycheck. And now you have a smart goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and I know that I can achieve it mm -hmm. because I've looked at my expenses and they don't go above my ideal range for still being able to save that money. Awesome. I like it. So that's how you set a smart goal. Woo woo. Cool. So now that we've talked about how to set that goal, let's talk about how you stick to it. So we know that that's what we want to do, but how are we going to make sure we stick to it? Because that's where the real work comes in is week after week, sticking to that goal that you set at the beginning of the year until you get to that 10 month mark. Can you think of any ways that like you might be able to reinforce those good habits or continue to, to stick to those resolutions? One of the big things that I know that is important for me is really writing my goals down. So not just keeping them up in my brain, but really 
writing them down and putting them somewhere where I see them every day. Mm -hmm. So if you walk in your office every day, you know, maybe putting it on your table. Mm -hmm. Or if you're at home, you know, you see the refrigerator every day, maybe you put the goal on the refrigerator. Yeah, I like that. So like maybe you write it down or have like a picture of like your dream car or that car you're trying to buy. I right. Like so like vision boards yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, another way might be have an accountability partner. So I might come to Devante and make sure he keeps me on track with my goals and just check in. And a key part with that is being honest. It's not helpful if I lie to Devante and say, yeah, I transferred that money, but then instead <laughs> I went, <laughs> went shopping. So make sure that it's somebody you feel you can be truthful with. Catherine, better be honest with me. <laughs> um, another one that I can also think of is offering reward. Let's say specific to the SMART goal that we established. If I am saving my $250 a month, then maybe the reward to myself can be I, I don't know, take myself and get some fries. Yeah. Just like, something small. Mm -hmm. I like that. Something doesn't have to be expensive, but something you wouldn't normally do for yourself. Right. I like it. And it really shouldn't be too expensive because ideally you don't want to throw yourself off of your goal. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and then one other really good tip that I think is really helpful is to put your goals in present tense instead of future tense. So like instead of, I want to be someone who is financially responsible and who is a good saver say I am a good saver you know like put those in present tense I like that yeah. I definitely like that sometimes we don't realize how powerful the mind is yeah you know what it is that you're saying to yourself or that you're saying out loud to affirm that mm -hmm. is important in how your mindset goes yeah and you know most of how we deal with money or establish any goal is mental mm -hmm. so let's say um, a rule about, well, a goal that's related to fitness or something like that. So Mel Robbins says to use the handy dandy five second rule. So let's say you're in the bed. Uh, I do not want to get up and work out. Stop and count. Five, four, three, two, one. Within that five seconds, you need to move and make a decision. And that'll let you know whether or not you're going to stick to that goal today mm -hmm. or if your mind will just kill it off. It's crazy how powerful that can be. I have, since we were doing this research, I've tried this with like, not necessarily working out, but just getting out of bed in the morning because I struggle with that sometimes. Um, and like, it works. I will jump out of bed at one and I still... At one, I'm like, oh, why am I doing this? But I don't know. It You've helps me. Yeah, it helps me just pop out of bed. In discussing kind of ways to stick to those resolutions, what about some common roadblocks that will that could hinder you from being able to accomplish that goal? Hmm. Besides myself. Mm. Like at first, I got to get out of my own way. You know. Catherine's inspirational over here today. <laughs> um, something I can think of that is uh, often a common roadblock um, in my rich mindset is money. <laughs> okay. Like, I want to save a million dollars this year. Mm -hmm. That's not a smart goal. Yeah. <laughs> 
no 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 seriously though money can definitely be a hindrance depending on what the goal is like let's say if you want to eat healthier mm -hmm. or if you want to eat organic or plant-based um that's a lot more expensive mm -hmm. depending on how it is that you eat because um some individuals they eat unhealthy because it's the cheaper of the options right you know um they may not offer that in their immediate vicinity or their neighborhood those you know uh organic things so they have to spend more gas or just more in transportation mm -hmm. to go and get those healthier items which are also more expensive so money can definitely be a hindrance yeah can you think of anything um kind of in the realm of health um working out like i know gyms cost money some gyms more than others but you don't have to work out at a gym we live in michigan not all of our listeners are right in michigan maybe some people are in warmer climates but it can be difficult to get outdoors so maybe like find a free app on your phone or like a youtube video and if you can't like go outside and exercise do something in your living room there are lots of free resources that you can use with that you don't have to go to the gym to get in shape and work out yeah i like that yeah. and since you kind of offered a solution if eating healthy is is what's important to you i shouldn't say healthy just say healthy but let's say you want to switch over to a plant-based diet mm -hmm. or to a, a more organic diet you could find a buddy maybe it's your accountability partner Maybe you all split the cost of groceries. Yeah. You know, when you buy more of things, typically if you split it down the middle, then you'll come out on the cheaper end. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cool. I can also think of time. Time is something that's finite. You know, we all just have the same 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. And if you don't plan your time correctly, then getting around to those goals can feel like a task. Yeah. It's something that you don't necessarily want to do. Mm-hmm. And then there are also different influences to your time, like mm -hmm. your family, you know, yeah. they play a part. If you have children um, or if you have anybody that you may take care of, then they can take away from the time that you may have to get to those goals. Yeah. But if you already were taking care of them and you have these goals, you just have to figure it out in your life. Mm -hmm. The time is there. It's just about how it is that we spend it. Yeah. That might relate back to when we're setting SMART goals, is it realistic? Mm -hmm. So maybe these barriers are things you want to think about when you're deciding if it's realistic or not. Cool. So to wrap up. Establish SMART goals. What those SMART goals means is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. In addition to that, be aware of common roadblocks. So that's going to come in very handy probably when you are setting those SMART goals. Um, but be aware of those You know, after the goal is set while you're actually executing. So that's something you're going to want to constantly be aware of and coming back to. Start and stick to it. Yes. That's really important. Stick to your resolutions or stick to those goals. But if you fall off, know that you could just dust yourself off and try again. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to tune in next week. We're going to dive more into budgeting better on our next episode of Wallet Watch. So tune in then. And now it's time for the CU Spotlight. MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union have many products and services for our members. We have multiple checking, savings, and loan options. Our checking accounts have what you need. Whether you prefer no minimum balance, earning dividends, or a customized debit card, we have the perfect account for you. 
you'll enjoy surcharge-free access to over 30,000 ATMs nationwide. Near or far, we are wherever you are. Our checking accounts also include access to free direct deposit, free bill payment, and free access to your FICO score. From standard savings and money market accounts to certificates, we offer a variety of dividend paying accounts to fit your needs. Our multiple loan options include personal loans, auto loans, mortgages, and multiple credit card offerings. From low interest rates to tiered benefits, we have the right product for you. If you'd like to find out more or become a member, please visit msufcu.org. Wilder Watch is written, hosted, and produced by Katherine Hurth and me, Devante Montgomery. Our executive producers are Whitney Anderson Harrell and Lauren Kalarzik. Wallet Watch is brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. You can find more episodes of this show at our credit union's website, financial40.org, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in our next episode.